now for something completely different. Welcome to Shout Out. Out of the closet and into your ears. Hello and welcome to Shout Out. I'm Matthew Tosh and keeping me in check this week is the lovely Aled Osborne. Hello. Yes, we have an exciting show for you as we talk about a brand new festival for queer, questioning and non-binary women. Terry brings us another top 10 of books. Plus, it's International Trans Day of Visibility, and we have some new music to showcase. Sounds like we've got a full show, so stick around and let us keep you company. Aww. Well, this is a bit different, putting us two in charge of the show. I know, I'm loving it, I'm loving it. It's going to be fun, it's going to be cute, it's going to be all of the things. All right, just uh, making a note of these things, and I'll have to tick those off as we go through those. Go, go. Cute, okay, and uh, what was the other word you used? Uh, I don't know, I can't remember. <laughs> better bring in the rest of the team then, because it's, uh, it is me and Ali here. We've also got Ezra on the news desk. Hello. Oh, yes, hello. I am a rather chatty Cathy, so it won't just be the news. Hiya, Kath. Hiya. <laughs> And um, Andy Hole's uh, with us as well. He's popped into the studio. Hello, everyone. Hello. It's nice it's to be back. To see you. We've got, uh, we have a producer in the corner, Steffi. <laughs> <laughs> That's a rightful place, that is. Who, who we might hear from a little bit later. <laughs> yes. And um, also on the news this week is, uh, is Terry Starr, who may Hello. be there. He is there. I, Very good. I'm here. I'm here. Hiya, Tessa. Hello, Alan. Nice How are to be we, here dear? Once more. Yeah, yeah. Where Lovely are you tonight? Evening. In his cupboard. Under the stairs. See? Oh, no. Where I belong. He hasn't left for four away. days. <laughs> now, no. Terry, we do need to ask, uh, have you got any, any faces overlooking you uh, in your little cubby hole there? <laughs> no, no, I haven't. N- nothing honest. on the wall. I've got a no teddy Matt bear Damon? in the corner. <sighs> You're not sat on Matt That's Damon's lap? That's not a lap. euphemism. <laughs> is, the, it, like, is, like, is there a hole drilled through the wall of your little cubby hole? <laughs> <laughs> to look outside into the living room, of course, is what we meant that. Naturally, so I can see what's on the news. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. Well, we should look forward to, to hearing from you a little bit later, and particularly with your top 10 books as well. Look forward to it. Okay. Uh, that's Terry Starr there, and um, he'll be back with a, a lot more a, a little bit later. Now, is Trans Day of, uh, Visibility? It is. Hello, our trans and non-binary siblings and friends and family everywhere. We love you. We see you. We hear you. You are valid. We certainly do. And tied into that, we have a very special My Five put together by our wonderful Ezra. I did it again. You did did it again. (laughs) But no, no, it is a really, really important day. It is. So we'll get. we'll, We'll have a listen, shall we? Go on then. Here we go. My five on shout out. Today is Transgender Day of Visibility, an internationally recognised event that celebrates the lives and accomplishments of transgender people and their communities around the world. This includes trans women, trans men, and trans identifying non binary people. TDOF gives us a chance to reflect on the fact that there is still a long way to go to erase discrimination and transphobia everywhere. The first International Transgender Day of Visibility was held on March 31, 2009 and was officially created in 2010 by trans advocate Rachel Crandall. 
She created T-Dove in response to the overwhelming majority of media stories about trans people being focused on violence. So by creating T-Dove, she hoped to give people a day where they could refocus on celebrating the lives of trans people, empowering them to live authentically, while still acknowledging that due to discrimination, not every trans person can or wants to be visible. She said, I've been wanting there to be a special day for us for a long time and I was waiting and waiting for someone else to do it, and then finally I said I'm not waiting anymore, I'm going to do it myself. In 2009, the only annual event that most trans communities had was nothing to celebrate. In 98, we to Hester, a black trans woman in Boston, Massachusetts, was brutally stabbed in her own apartment. Trans women expressed how tired they were of being targets and exhausted at being dismissed by the press, which misgendered Hester and so many other victims of transphobic hate crimes. So they took to the streets to march through Hester's Boston neighbourhood and that is where Transgender Day of Remembrance, a day of honouring transgender homicide victims, was born. Rachel Crandall sometimes attended the community funerals. She felt it was important, but when she did, it left her feeling extremely low and insular for weeks afterward. So I wanted a day that we can celebrate the living, she said, and I wanted a day that all over the world we could be together. She'd lost her marriage when she came out and her job as a psychotherapist when she transitioned, so she decided to create the day for herself and for every other trans person too. The day is meant for trans people around the world to celebrate who they are and to offer support to those who haven't been able to come out yet. And it was Joe Biden who officially proclaimed March 31st, 2021 as Transgender Day of Visibility, proclaiming in part... I call upon all Americans to join in the fight for full equality for all transgender people. The White House published this proclamation. This made Biden the first American president to issue a formal president proclamation, recognising the Transgender Day of Visibility. No matter the day, it's also important to acknowledge the diverse and vibrant transgender communities for their leadership, creativity and strength. Trans activists have always pushed for equal rights for the LGBTQIA community. Every day is a good day to celebrate transgender excellence, but it's important to have one day that everyone knows is dedicated to trans people around the world. If you're struggling and need someone to talk to, or just someone to listen, reach out to MindLined 0300 330 5468 or Switchboard 0300 330 0630, which is open from 10am to 10pm every day, as well as an online chat service and an email chris at switchboard.lgbt. And there's Mermaids, which is open from 9am to 9pm on 0808 801 0400. And if you'd like to listen to a popular trans-based radio station, check out one of our partner stations, Trans Radio UK, who are on 24-7. If you have a story you could tell in five minutes, get in contact. Visit us online at shoutoutradio.lgbt. Shout out. LGBT radio for you. And now we have a very special uh, pre-release track. It is from Michael T. Ogilvy and it is called The Weather. The Shout Out Podcast. Podcast. There we go. This is a track called The Weather. 
It's not actually out if you listen to us live. It comes out on the 1st of April. It's by Michael T. Ogilvy, uh, who's getting candidate in the song about the pitfalls of social media in this new single. He focuses on the insecurities of comparisons on social platforms, something I know uh, quite a few of us can identify with. And it follows his outlook that the dark times don't last forever. All clouds have a silver lining. So it's actually got a very positive message in there as well. That's out on the 1st of April, uh, The Weather by Michael T. Ogilvy. Right now we come to our, uh, our our first guest of the show, and we are very uh, pleased to welcome Polly Shute, who is one of the organisers of a brand new wellness festival for queer, questioning, and curious women. Uh, Polly Shute, uh, welcome to Shout Out. Ah, thank you. Delighted to be here. So this is a this is a this is a new venture for you. Tell us a, a little bit. Where did the, where did the idea come from? Um, so, yeah, great. Yes, it, it is a new venture. So the idea, really, I was um, fortunate enough to be on the board of Pride in London for five years. And one of the things that I really noticed there, although there were more prides and a lot more events happening across um, the UK, there was very little that was designed specifically for queer women. So um, I guess it comes from the frustration of trying to change prides and when we got to um, lockdown I had a bit of an epiphany moment as you do that said actually rather than trying to change prides which I still do to become more um, kind of female non-binary focused why don't I just go and ask queer women what they would want from a festival um, and then design it and and I guess I kind of did that so that's what we've done and, and we're really pleased that it's happening and also that it's happening in the 50th year of prides in the UK because we we think after a hard lockdown, um, that it's time for something different. It's time for something that's a bit more holistic, that focuses, you know, as well as having music and comedy, focuses more on wellness, sport and trying new experiences. Yeah, and we'll talk about the uh, the, the, the details a bit more about the, the content in, in a moment. Just to, for people who are curious about this, this is taking place on the weekend of the 10th to the 13th of, of June, if I've got that correct. Yeah, that's absolutely right. Yeah, it's in um, it's in Pride Month. 10th to the 13th of June. It's in Pembrokeshire. Um, so I, I guess your um, listeners who are in Bristol are going to be pleased because it's not something that's too far away from them, actually. Well, we also have, well, uh, sorry, to, we do actually have listeners in South Wales as well. And in fact, all across the country because we, we go out online as well. So uh, we're, we're sure this will appeal to quite yeah. a number of our listeners. Uh, and it's a gorgeous part of the world as well, isn't it? Uh, it's stunning. I mean, we, I, I got introduced to the woman who has the land and she runs a festival before us. So um, we kind of take over from her and it's absolutely gorgeous. It's right on a, an old, a site of an old castle and it just looks out onto the River Cladu. Um, and because there's no pollution there, I know I sound like a Londoner when I say this, but I can. <laughs> um, you, you, when you're there in the evening, because we had a kind of pilot session, uh, pilot event um, in September, it, you, you can just see the stars and it's just beautiful. It's, oh. it's a really calming, beautiful place. Um, you're selling They're it, really Polly. Exciting. You're really selling it. <laughs> so we know the day. Hi, Polly. It's Ali. I'm uh, with. Hi, Ali. Hello. How are you? Good. I'm good. Thanks. Great. This sounds incredible, by the way. It sounds really, really good. So we know when it is, and we know where it is. What's What's happening over the well, weekend? Can you tell happening? us? What's well, like, What we, have we, you got planned? Well, lots. We've kind of built it as a festival of experience. So I think we've all been to festivals in the past. Um, and don't get me wrong, I've loved them where it's music playing and you kind of 
sit in a field and listen to the music. And that's great. But we wanted to do something that was based more on interaction and people sharing experiences. So we've got a number of different um, experiences and events happening across the day. In fact, dozens of them. So the kind of things we've got, we've obviously got wellness activities. So everything from yoga to meditation, um, through to uh, fitness classes. Um, we've got This Girl Can classes coming along to, to do taster sessions for people who are there. We've got, you obviously, we've got music and we've got comedy and we'll um, have silent DJs um, playing out the night um, under the stars. Oh, and then we've God. got tasters of sport. We've got a five-a-side football pitch. We've got um, swimming activities because we're right on the waterfront. So we've got uh, swimming, wild swimming every day, um, which every lesbian I know seems to be doing. Um, <laughs> and uh, we've got um, paddle boarding um, happening as well. And then we've got spoken word. We've got some great um, queer authors coming along and, and lots of workshops. So workshops from everything from foraging through to creative writing. So the whole idea is you can either just sit back and enjoy the view and enjoy everything. Um, just kind of watch what's going on. Or if you really want to, you can just join in and just try new things and try new experiences and just see if you like them. And, and if you enjoy them, we'll have lots of routes to get involved with them um, when you get back to wherever you've come from. I love the fact that you're actually, it's, it's not all about the activities. You actually mentioned, you know, it's okay to come along and just chill. Of course. Because it's been a pretty tough time for us all uh, lately. Can I, can I just ask, you mentioned about a silent disco. There will be people listening thinking, hang on, silent DJs, silent discos. What on earth is that? Because it sounds a bit of a, like an oxymoron, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, it does a bit. It does a bit. I've been to a few of them um, at a place in London. They're really good fun. So the whole idea of it is where we are is, is quite a, um, it, it, there's a small village next to us. Um, and then it literally is, um, there isn't anything else around. So the idea is the music goes off at 10 for two reasons. One, for a consideration to the village. And then people can put headphones on and they can dance um, the night away. But if you don't want to listen to the music and you'd rather just sit around uh, the campfire and chat, you can do that as well. So I, I think it's great because it gives the people who want to carry on partying an opportunity to do that. And then those that would rather just kind of carry on chatting around a campfire um, can do that as well so it kind of leaves both options open i love silent discos i've been to a couple and everybody's a little bit apprehensive at the beginning because <laughs> they don't know what to expect and then they put on the headphones and there's usually like two or three different channels of various exactly. different musics playing and everybody's just dancing and like completely by themselves but yeah. in a space with everybody else and it's like it's like you're dancing in your bedroom where no one can see you because you're all listening <laughs> to something different and everybody is just having like the best time there. does that then give you a legitimate excuse if you appear to be dancing out of time you could just say oh, i'm i'm listening to the other channel <laughs> exactly <laughs> i exactly. love it and i I've been to a few of them and they, they you're right you kind of sit there and think oh what's going to happen here and then you get into it and it's um it's just lots of fun and you do you focus on the music and you focus on dancing rather than watching what everybody else is doing or how your steps are going to be which is lovely and, and yeah. you just have a good time and I think after the two years that we've had to be able to come together in such a shared space and have that shared and lived experience and kind of use that moment of time for either reflection and connection, I think it's so important that we bring that back as a queer community. I think it's really, really great. So, Polly, you, you've mentioned about some of the activities that there. We, um, I've been looking on the on the websites, and a 
gorgeous part of, uh, of Pembrokeshire near the village of mm. Alor Rennie. Uh, it's right in the Clay um, Forest on the edge of the forest and overlooking the yeah. river as well. Um, what's happening about accommodation? Is it is it camping? Are you taking day visitors or do people commit for the entire weekend? How's that working? No, we're really flexible. So you can either camp. So the, the ticket price that you pay, if you pay for a weekend ticket price, gets you a camping space. So you can bring along a, a, your own tent if you want to. You can then upgrade if you want to and you've got a camper van um, and bring that along. We do have camper van spaces um, or you can glamp. So we do have glamping spaces. So we're working with a third party where if if you're like me and you can't be bothered to put your tent up in (laughs) the evening, you can just turn up at the festival and there'll be a tent ready for you. And we do options. You can either just have the bell tent and it's one of those tents you can stand up in. So it's not a tiny tent. Um, well, there's or, nothing worse than getting changed in a tent. And you're coming out with backache because you've been all sort of <laughs> exactly con- like a t- contortionist. Exactly. Or you can up, you can have the kind of deluxe version, which comes with futons, all your bedding, a little table, rugs, cushions. So y- you can really do whatever you want. And we do also have, but that's sold out straight away next door to um, as, as part of the complex. There's a VIP section where there's these amazing eco pods. I can't tell you how beautiful. Oh, they these are these the domes? Yeah, they have like wood fire. They have wood fired hot tubs, and they have wood burners in them. And we put those on sale and. A couple of them have outside baths, so you can kind of sit and have a bath under the stars. And they literally went wow. within, you know, minutes um, and they're beautiful. So um, or if you want to, you can stay um, locally. And um, you're absolutely right. We're doing day tickets. So for people that live locally or just want to come along and experience it for the day, you can buy day tickets from us. So it's really as flexible as as anybody wants to make it and that's important because people may not you know depending on the personal circumstances they may not be able to commit to an entire weekend of uh, of expenditure so it's um it's modeling that our all-inclusive approach it's uh, it's really good to see this um okay so if people want to tickets um and um to to find out more what's 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 the deal what do we need to do so um, you can find out about us by just um, search it. You, we're, we have a website called www.beoutandabout.co.uk or you can just search Out Wild Festival. We're on Insta, we're on Facebook and we're on Twitter. Um, and then you can go on the website, see a little bit more about what kind of tickets you want to buy, what accommodation you buy it, and then just book. And then, you know, we'll keep you informed of everything that's going on as we announce new acts. We've got some deals as well with a few people like Cotswold Outdoors, so people can get some discounts if if they are first-time camping and they do want to invest in a tent. And and you make a really good point about pricing. So we've been lucky enough to get some funding this year from the Welsh Government, who've been amazing and really supportive. So we've kept the ticket prices at a good price you know at the moment if you go on there the the early birds are still applying the second round of early birds and you can get a ticket for the three days for 120 pounds um that's pretty good for a festival yeah yeah, that includes all the activities in fact even we've even managed to get people have been really good and really supportive we've even managed to get the wild swimming um funded um so if you want to go on a wild swim you don't have to pay extra i think the only thing at the moment that's extra is the paddle boarding and the kind of massages but we've tried to keep as much as possible inclusive uh, um, i work in sponsorship which helps so i've tried to work with as many brands as possible to make sure that you know it has been a tough year and it's a tough year financially with people when they come they don't have to think oh my god i've got to shell out and pay for extra things so 90 percent of the activities there are completely free once you've got in included in your ticket price 
And as you said earlier, there's no pressure to do any of that. If you just want to go along and chill, then you can you do can. Yeah. And, and the, the other thing that's been really interesting is we've had loads of single people wanting to come along. And, I, you know, I, I, this is my kind of bone of contention being a, a queer woman. There's, there's probably only a couple of bars in the UK that are designed for queer women. And it's really hard for us to meet. And mm. I think we've all got kind of dating fatigue from dating apps at yeah. the moment. So we're, we'll... Um, we also say to people, if you're coming along sing- as a single, we've got a Facebook group for singles so they can meet other people and chat to them. They can travel with them. And every night we'll have meetups for singles. So we know Love sometimes that. people are nervous and they don't know if they want to come. And the reason we use questioning as well is there might be people questioning their sexuality and just want to come somewhere like this so they can observe and, and, and see if it's, you know, if, if that is what they're about. If they you, you, So I think we really want to make it a space that isn't just fun and inclusive, but also safe and supportive. I was going to say like a safe space as well to be able to explore all of that rather than being in a club or a bar setting where it can get problematic at times. And and I think the other thing to mention is um, as, as it is trans day of visibility and I'm a, um, I'm a kind of proud ally director um, on an as of an organisation called Trans in the City. Is we, we're also really focused on making it a safe space for all women um, and those that are non-binary. So um, if you you know we we know that if you are transgender, um, it's very difficult to find spaces that you feel completely safe and supported at. So we're working really closely with the trans community to make sure that we create a safe space. And that means there'll be lots of trans acts taking part um, and we'll even have trans meters and greeters. So, um, you know, we put I think it's been it's been helpful for me being on the board of pride for mm. five years because I'm really you know, we're really spending a lot of time, the whole team at thinking, how can we make it? not just a fun, but a really safe and supportive space that, that people enjoy and, um, you know, get something from. That's, amazing. That is absolutely amazing. Um, Polly Shoot, we are really um, honoured to have you uh, share your your, um, your plans and ideas for this festival and we wish you all the very Thank best you. of luck. And Thank you must come back and tell us how it I was going to say the same thing, like come well, back after it and you can give us a full-on debrief. I'd definitely like to give you a full-on debrief. And actually, um, if you're up for it, I'm going to say this on air, now you're going to be in trouble. be very happy to, to work with you and give you a, a couple of free tickets that you can give away to some of your listeners if somebody wants to come so happy to do some ticket giveaways our, our producer is nodding in the corner i am sure, she, I'm sure she, she'll be in touch brilliant so thank just remind you so much yes. for your time thank you very much uh, polly shoot there who's one of the, the founders of the uh, out and wild weekend uh, which takes place on the 10th to the 13th of june uh, tickets and more information on their website be out and about that's all one word be out and about.co.uk you listen shout out we'll be back with the news after this the shout out podcast some of us do have better things to do but uh, no i'm here doing shout out at the moment and that is probably the best thing to be doing at the moment that is bizarre fay a track called dwarfed and um that's a, a new track bizarre fay is a non-binary anti-folk punk project located somewhere deep within the heart of the woods to please the ears of the of the Fay. There we go. Uh, so that's the first uh, release uh, from this uh, particular artist. Bizarre Fay there. Right. Uh, news team are standing by. So let's catch up and find out what is going on. This is Shoutout News on Thursday, the 31st of March. 
In breaking news this evening, ITV News says that a document has been leaked to its staff showing that the government intends not to move forward with a ban on anti-gay conversion therapies. The discussion document says that the government will blame the economy and the Russo-Ukrainian conflict for not pressing ahead with previous promises to outlaw the practice, as several other countries have. The document says that the government can expect a backlash from LGBTQIA plus people who already feel that the government is disinterested in them. Jane Ozan, the progressive Christian activist who has worked hard to challenge homophobic and transphobic religious groups who offer unscientific reprogramming to their gay adherents, slammed the government. Atheist activists have also added their horror at the U-turn online. One said religious LGBTQIA plus youngsters will continue to be subject to spiritual torture by extremist fundamentalist groups. It has long been the contention of gay activists that LGBTQIA people are productive members of society, whereas homophobes and transphobes are antisocial. Well, that was the conclusion of a court that has now ruled on the previously reported murder of much-loved bisexual psychiatrist Dr Gary Jenkins. Judge Daniel Williams, issuing sentencing at Cardiff Crown Court last Friday, handed down prison terms totalling more than 70 years against Jason Edwards, Lee Strickland and Dion Timms-Williams. In the trial, which took place in January, the horrified jurors heard of the savagery of their homophobic attack which killed Dr Jenkins, whose family and children have been devastated by the murder. Yestin Wynne, campaign's policy and research manager at Stonewall Cymru, said, As people across the UK mourn the heartbreaking loss of Dr Jenkins, the Welsh and UK governments must take urgent action to challenge all forms of anti-LGBTQ plus hate crime. Please note that the following story includes themes that may be triggering for some listeners. Jamie Wallace, the Member of Parliament for Bridgend in South Wales, has become the first British parliamentarian to come out as trans. Mr Wallace said that he had never intended to publicly declare his gender identity until after he had retired from political life. However, after suffering from PTSD due to instances of blackmail and rape, Mr Wallace has taken the decision to come out. Despite the stress that Mr Wallace revealed he was under, support from the MP came from across the House of Commons. Prime Minister Boris Johnson said, The House stands with you and will give you the support you need to live freely as yourself. National HIV charity the Terence Higgins Trust is appealing to supporters and well-wishers for donations, no matter how large or small, towards its Positive Voices initiative. The scheme helps send ambassadors into schools, youth centres and community groups to discuss HIV and its impact on people's lives. THT says HIV can affect any one of us. Education through real-life storytelling helps to tackle the stigma and discrimination around HIV and equips young people with the tools they need to protect themselves and others. Rainbow World Fund, the LGBTQI plus global humanitarian charity based in San Francisco, is organising various events to raise funds for its work in the Ukraine. The organisation has an Easter Sunday benefit night at legendary SF-based leather bar The Eagle on Sunday 17th of April from 3pm. There'll be raffle prizes, jello shots and a kinky Easter bon- bonnet contest. The centre-left Labour Party of Malta has won the majority of seats in the Maltese House of Representatives following a general election on 26th of March. For LGBTQIA activists, the election result was broadly satisfying. They noted that the extreme right-wing parties, the ABBA Party and the People's Party, failed to gain any seats, leaving only two parties represented in Parliament, namely Labour and the centre-right nationalists. However, also failing to gain any seats were various progressive parties – Volt Malta, a left-wing party 
Party fielded two candidates, including Cass Malia, the first trans person to run for the Maltese Parliament. The Liberal and Green AD and PD Party, which also has a strong LGBTQIA plus rights platform, lost its two seats. BT Four Seven reports that Charlotte Philby, the granddaughter of the famous communist double agent Kim Philby, has purchased a former pub in the heart of Bristol's gay village of Old Market, with a view of opening it as a social space. Miss Philby is an author and has picked up an empty number, 17 Midland Road, which was a pub called the Grosvenor during the 60s and 70s. She said the idea is that we're going to create a multi-purpose cultural space that will be available to some charities and some people who don't have certain advantages in the creative industry. LGBTQIA plus bloggers gave a big thumbs up to Miss Philby's plans for the diverse district. John Waters has remarked of the anti-transgender author Joanne Rowling, what is wrong with her? Mr Waters, who is a celebrated gay filmmaker and writer, was giving an interview to the New York Times. He mentioned the issue of cancel culture and said that Ms Rowling should be cancelled. Mr Waters has made several hit and cult films, including Pink Flamingos and Serial Mom, amongst many others. In the Netflix series The Umbrella Academy, which follows the lives of people with supernatural powers, Elliot Page's character will come out as transgender in the forthcoming series 3. Netflix has promoted Page's character Victor Hargreaves on social media. Page is themselves trans and came out two years ago. Series 3 of The Umbrella Academy will weave Victor's experience of living an authentic life into its narrative. And finally, Elton John turned 75 at the weekend. The anniversary was marked with several shows on television and an announcement from the official Elton John website that to mark the occasion there would be an unprecedented release of his greatest hits collection, Diamonds. Nearly 50 tracks on this album have been remastered in Dolby Atmos, a surround and immersive audio experience which was originally designed for movie theatres and action films to place the listener in the centre of the soundtrack. It is now gradually finding its way to be used in music and the new release will be a major part of this process for these new stories and more we update our website every day so please visit shoutoutradio.lgbt for shoutout news this has been terry star and ezra peregrine shoutout news national and international lgbt news for you Shout out. LGBT radio for you. The Shout Out Podcast. Well, I couldn't resist playing this one. Fans of science fiction will be nodding knowingly. Of course, our very own Terry Starr is a bit of a fan. And he's up next I with his books. Yeah, you see, you have a pause I there. You, 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 I am actually talking to you, Terry. Yes. So, uh, yeah, Journey of the Sorcery there by the Eagles. Of course, it was <laughs> it was it was used as the, as the theme to uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, the the radio plays that they did. Sure was, sure was. How, yeah. how long ago was that? I'm trying to try to remember when that actually went out. I think the first radio adaptation was about 1978, and then it was made for BBC One television in 1981. Oh, well, there we go. So uh, I was probably. I was very small then, very small. Yeah. small. Wasn't, um, wasn't that where the uh, the planet Earth was in the way for a, a new interstellar motorway? So it had to be That's removed? the sort of thing, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. 
Right. Okay. It's it's yeah. book time, folks. Uh, what, are, what, are, what you and Ezra have got got the list actually between you, haven't you? What, yes. So uh, where are we going first? Um, I think we're starting at the bottom, working we our have, way to the very. We top. have indeed. Oh, slight delay there. Are you there? We Tony? certainly are. <laughs> Number ten. I mean, we should we should say that um, we owe our thanks to News from Nowhere in Liverpool, the LGBTQIA and radical bookshop in uh, that city, which, as always, provides us once a quarter with a book review and do support your independent and lgbtqia plus bookshops because they need your support so uh number 10 selling at the moment is how to be you stop trying to be someone else and start living your life by jeffrey marsh he says he's an internet superstar and he's going to help end negative thoughts and discover how wonderful you are lighting the path to self-acceptance and self-compassion jeffrey helps you discover patterns in your life that may be holding you back He's got an interactive workbook out, sharing wisdom gleaned from his own experience growing up fabulous in a small farming town before they knew they were queer and non-binary. And Jeffrey offers inspiring stories of heroes and heroines who have transgendered the stereotypes of race, age and gender to help you discover that you are not alone. Well, that already sounds like one for me because I am sure I am weird, but I'm not too quiet. So the re- and I did you grow up in a small it. village where I did feel like the only non-binary queer person. I can't say any gay because it's uh, just not true. Uh, number in number nine. <laughs> in a number nine, between certain death and a possible future, queer writing on growing up with the AIDS crisis by Matilda Bernstein Sycamore, <laughs> an enthralling and incisive anthology of personal essays on the persistent impact of the AIDS crisis on queer lives. Sounds very interesting, don't you think? Hmm. Yeah, it does. Yeah, and how much is that going for? It's going for eighteen ninety nine on paperback in mm. paperback. Very good. <sighs> what we got next? Mm. In at number eight. Number eight is Last Night at the Telegraph Club by Melinda Lowe. 17-year-old Lily Hugh can't remember exactly when the question took root, but the answer was in full bloom the moment she and Kathleen walked under the flashing neon sign of a lesbian bar called the Telegraph Club. America in 1954, well, it's not a safe place for two girls to fall in love, especially not in Chinatown. Red scare paranoia threatens everyone, including Chinese-Americans like Lily, with deportation looming over her father, Lily and Kath risk everything to let their love see the light of day. That's a lesbian romance and it's going at £7.99 in paperback. Lovely. Let's get the uh, voice of God next. In at number six. Number seven. But seven. seven. Thank seven. you, God. <laughs> seven. Not even God gets it right all the time. Gay Bar, While We Went Out by Jeremy Atherton Lynn, which is a sparkling, richly individual history of enclaves in London, San Francisco and LA. It is also the story of the author's own experience as a mixed race gay man and the transatlantic romance that began one restless night in Soho. Sounds fantastic. It's nine ninety nine in paperback. Right, I've written the next one down for your voice of God. There you go. Is it in at number six? Yay! High School, a memoir by Tegan Quinn and Sarah Quinn. These are the iconic musicians known 
That's Tegan and Sarah. And uh, they've got a nostalgic memoir about high school dealing with their first loves and their first songs in a compelling look back at their own origin story. High School is a revelatory joint memoir capturing the two sisters wrestling with their sexual and artistic identities and those breathtaking years when the future seems wondrously possible. It was a long time ago for me. Nine in paperback. They have an incredible song called Closer. It's an absolute bop. If you haven't listened to it, listen to it. It's on all available streaming services. So yeah, go it and listen to Closer. It is an absolute bop. And I wonder if they actually took part in wrestling. Because in, in all high school movies, not, not high school movie or high school musical even, they do love to wrestle, don't they? So I'd love, yeah, love to know true. if, if yeah. they were wrestlers. Right. Not. In at number five. <laughs> Crew Life, Crew Love, an anthology edited by Gulush Noor, Matt Bates and Sarah and Kate Beale. Sorry, I got carried away. Um, all aspects of the queer experiences reflected in this sparkling collection. The anthology comprises 42 stories, nonfiction pieces, flash fiction and poetry, the winning entries of an international competition to capture the best of queer writing today. This is writing that explores characters, stories and experiences beyond the mainstream. Sounds brilliant. 9.99 paperback. In at number three. Four. Four. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. Not feeding you I wasn't phone. even like looking at you then. Sorry, Matthew. It's number four, by the way, listeners. Four. That's one, two, three, four. <laughs> and number four is Are You This or Are You This? A Story of Identity and Worth by Maidan Al Jazeera with Ellen Georgiou. It's a gay man's memoir of hardship, courage, community and kin covering the Arab world and beyond. Median has searched for acceptance and belonging around the world, joining new communities in San Francisco, New York, Hawaii and Tunisia, yet he always finds himself pulled back to Amman. This frank and moving memoir narrates his battles with adversity, racism and homophobia and a rich life lived with humour, dignity and grace. That's retailing at £14.99 and it's available in paperback. In at number three. Love and Other Disasters by Anita Kelly, the first openly non-binary contestant on America's favourite cooking show, falls for their clumsy competitor in this delicious romantic comedy debut. Recently divorced, Dahlia Woodson is ready to reinvent herself and she's found the perfect opportunity, the hit cooking competition show Chef Special. London Parker is also there to win as the first non-binary contestant on Chef Special. They have a lot to prove and they have enough on their mind without being distracted by the pretty contestant who crashed into them on day one and hasn't really stopped talking since. 9.99. Sounds my kind of book. It's, it's, clum, it's got clumsiness yeah. in it and cooking in yeah. it. So that, that's totally for me. <laughs> and dear. <laughs> in at number two. That's a bit rude, Alad. When Katie Met Cassidy by Camille Perry. From the acclaimed author of The Assistants comes another gutsy book about the importance of women taking the reins, this time when it comes to love, sex and self-acceptance. When Katie Met Cassidy is a romantic comedy about gender and sexuality and the importance of figuring out who we are in order to go after what we truly want. It's also a portrait of high drama subculture where bar rooms may as well be bedrooms and loyal friends fill in the spaces absent families leave behind. The book is in paperback and its uh, recommended retail price is £8.99. And in at number one. <laughs> Ta-da! Oh, 
finally, the mayor of Castro Street, the life and times of Harvey Milk by Randy Schultz. This is a definitive biography of Harvey Milk, the man whose personal life, public career and cold-blooded assassination mirrored the dramatic emergence of the gay community as a political power in 1970s America. And that is our top 10 for, what, what month are we in? March. 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 <laughs> March. 2020. It is March. What yeah. a team. What a team. 2022. What a team. Now, guys, any books that particularly stand out for you if uh, you were going to have something for your Easter reading perhaps over the bank holiday weekend what I think it's it that be? clumsy cooking one number number th- the um, which for me it's uh, love and other disasters that sounds my sort of thing you're not very good at a creme brulee Matthew <laughs> Oh, and I've got a big blow torch. I was about to say, I could torch it. Oh! My job. Listen, we speaking of big blow torches, our next track is gonna be great. There we go. So we'll be back in a moment. Here's some S Express. The Shout Out Podcast. Podcast. I've never noticed how they uh, the, it's written on my screen here. It's SX the theme from S Express, but the, the, the name S Express is sort of written Sex Express. I think it's done on purpose. I think it's a, a play on words. 100 percent it is there's a, there's a double entendre it's a pun i'm here for it i love it friends more french oh. <laughs> i like i'm so francaise it's unreal i know and it's making me shiver oh, well like there you put the you put the e at the end that was a feminine francaise it was very good yeah there we go french i don't know if you guys know that who speaks french i do really really good don't know i said oh it's fluent you did it yeah, at disney paris you spoke to a waiter i did using that that language Lumia. yeah <laughs> <laughs> Try the grey stuff. It's delicious. Yeah. Don't believe me? Ask the, the dishes. dishes. They could sing. They could dance. Uh, okay, sorry. Got carried away. Don't you enjoying much. yourselves over there? So much. <laughs> be it in the beast boat. Yeah, I love being in the beast boat. I know. I don't so. mind about, but I'm from a Cogsworth. He's a big lock. Now, we've been talking, we've had a fantastic interview with Polly earlier, looking, uh, talking about what was coming up over the summer. But of course, we've got uh, events here in Bristol as well. And uh, the programme for Bristol Pride has been announced. And. Only half of it, mine. Only half of it, yeah. Drum roll. Drum roll, because. We're we, ready. We've got some more information here. Yes. Alid, what have so you got I, for us? Well, I was on here a couple of weeks ago, wasn't I? And he's yes. all started to try and prod and probe me and poke me <laughs> about the cabaret stage. <laughs> um, for you, maybe. Um, about the cabaret stage and who was performing. And I am now in a position that... <laughs> you I are always, in a position. I do love being in a position. <laughs> One for um, radio. Uh, I'm now in a position to be able to... If you've missed all the social media yesterday, the headliner for the cabaret stage this year is winner of season one of Canada. Canada's Drag Race, Priyanka! Oh my gosh! That's very exciting. That's incredible. So exciting. I absolutely love them. I love yes, her. Her too. album, Taste Test, on all streaming services has got over like 5 million. Yes. Like, you've got your own stage as well. I have got, well, it's the cabaret stage, yes. And I. And you're running it. And I run that stage. Yes. So I, it's technically it's not mine, but yes, I do. And I've just been sent a video of what the stage will look like. And okay. it's it's bigger. We're gonna have a catwalk. Lots of exciting oh, things. Amazing. Hap- like lots of exciting things happening. But like between now and July, like just like turn on the notifications for Pride Babe because they ain't oh, like yes. like they ain't stopped yet. I you hope ain't you've ready. got room for a shout outs outside broadcast unit. Probably, uh, and I. But yes, I am meeting with Pride tomorrow, actually. So I'll bring it up. 
It's all very exciting stuff coming up. Well, unfortunately, that wraps things up for another week here. Don't forget, if you want to hear this again or listen to any of our other shows, you can do so online. Head over to our website at shoutoutradio.lgbt where you will find our previous shows along with more information about us. Next week, we'll be discussing Ramadan and we look forward to your company then. For now, though, from Alid and me and the rest of the team, we will say goodbye. Au revoir. Shout out. LGBT Radio for you.